Women's Power to Heal Mother Earth. This is Maya Tewari. I will open this podcast by quoting Robert Kennedy. His words sear through my mind from time to time, and especially now in the crisis of our Mother Earth and also reflected in my own personal crises. These words come home. Every time we turn our heads the other way, when we see the law flouted, when we tolerate what we know to be wrong, when we close our eyes and ears to the corrupt because we are too busy or too frightened, when we fail to speak up and speak out, we strike a blow against freedom, decency and justice. Such profound words. And they could not be any more fitting to our time than any other words. These words were made for now. Thank you, Robert. It is not just our political history. It's not just our emotional history or our ancestral history that have put us all in the quag or mired in the way that we are at present. In my previous podcast, I have been talking about a variety of topics that deal with health, healing, nurturance and nourishment. Today, I want to talk about anger. I am angry. I am angry because of what has been happening in my life for the last 11 years, which is more than 4,000 days and nights. This topic is not a popular one. You could see it under the headlines of target individuals, of whistleblowers, etc., etc. And it's about none of those things, because I speak from an empathetic point, even though a point of fueled by outrage and anger. That in our society that is meant to be democratic, in this modern world that America has created, that the rest of the world has emulated, that we could still individuals like myself experience the grotesque and obnoxious vile acts against our person, our home, our businesses and also our families. Now, not enough voices project what they know about this particular environment of the targeted individuals, especially in the United States. But I must tell you that many like myself are being targeted. Those that are out in the public field, those that have been serving the public faithfully for many, many years, because perhaps their message run against the construct of big business, of big pharma, of the political gain and the minus zero, 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 one percent of the population that is determined to suppress, oppress, and tyrannize the rest of humanity. Now let me gather myself and my wits.
I have always been articulate about the protection of Mother Earth. Today, I am asking also the divine energies for the protection of my own life and my own prana, breath force, and my own health so that I can continue to do the work that I've been purposed to do and that is to serve the greater section of humanity that is still humanized, that is still devoted to good, to the values, good meaning not good and bad, but to the values, the dharmas of our universal coexistence. And because I'm so determined to get up, even when my body is being shattered, and because I'm so determined to serve the purpose, because energy far outweighs what we carry in the physical largesse and the physical disabilities of our own physiognomies and psycho energies as well. I have decided to break my silence and to bring to you this broadcast that talks about the personal and egregious crimes against our individual, not only our individual rights in a civic society, but our individual right as a sacred human being, deserving their privacy, deserving not the bodily onslaught, deserving not to be raped, not to be poisoned, not to be gassed, and they deserve not to have the company of intruders each and every night. If they do not break through the windows and the doors, they find ways of dislodging and dismembering the home in order to get into it. Through the roofs, through removing the entire sections of windows, through the flooring if you have a basement. And it is so incredible that this is done in the silence of the dark night. The dark night where each and every person living on the same street has become blinded and shrouded either with fear or simple disregard or simple immunity to being human. I am one of many millions of people being targeted. So much of our poor underdog at-risk civilization is being targeted. So many of us that are out there in the public forum are being targeted. For me, I think I became an easy target. Not only because the work I teach is about protecting the sanctity of Mother Earth from the Vedic ancient wisdom point of view, from the Ayurveda ancient wisdom point of view, blessed by the Goddess herself, I may say, if I may say so. But for those who don't know why they're targeting, for those hired hands, for the peons that are hired by the overlords to do their dirty work, all they're told is the propaganda of some insane stories which these poor people are prepared to believe because they want to walk in the shadow of the big boys and the big girls. God only knows what else propels them, perhaps monetary gain, perhaps the association with something they know they would never achieve in their life, which is money and power 
And Simone de Beauvoir once said, and I paraphrase her, that if the underdog, if those at risk, if the poor population were not so willing to serve the egregious deeds of the of those who intend harm against certain individuals, against nature, against whatever, for the protection of their own financial and greed interests, we would not have people who become targeted. We would have far less numbers of people because these people who set the game out, who strategize and who put that network into effect, the network of the group mentality gone bad, of the group mentality gone into hatred, of the group mentality that is out to violence, that had been dehumanized in such an emotional and psychic way that they can actually create harm and do harm over and over and over again and yet go back to their home and pretend to be loving husbands to their wives and their young girls. How is this possible? This is possible because they've been brainwashed, to put it simply. Because their own desire to be something other than they are, are being used by those who never show themselves, who rarely bear their face, whom I can see because of my own training in the Vedic ancestry, long ancestry of being able to see from the third eye, from the back of our heads and wherever else, that these people stay in the shadow to do the work and they hire at the highest level. It is not just the victims that are being victimized. It is not just the poor that are being used that are being victimized. It's also the entire anatomy of our legal structure of justice. It is the poor policemen who are who took the vow to protect society, who are there for the 95% of them in good, noble form, they're being sacrificed as well. They're being used as well. They're being manipulated as well because they're left voiceless to speak up to their superiors who are part and parcel of this egregious, vile, vicious game. I have always had a great deal of respect for the firemen, for instance. Supported their cause while I lived in the mountains of North Carolina and in the city of New York for many, many years. Here again, a devoted set of human beings that serve humanity in the most critical and dangerous of circumstances and environment, and they too have been put to silence because there's someone above them that is part of the game. Not to mention our military services, one that is right next to me where I now live in Albuquerque, New Mexico, 52,000 acres of military land. They too have members, active members in this group to intimidate, to invoke so many toxic chemicals into the air. I cannot begin to tell you the anatomy of this grotesque game 
but I have had, as I said, more than 4,000 days and nights of it. I'm still alive and I'm still standing because of the grace of the Goddess Mother, because of the divine energy. But the body, of course, is descending from the onslaught because physical body disappears back into the earth. So I wanted my voice to be heard in the context of this situation, which we must bring to light. I am angry because so many of us who know this situation, who have been victimized by this situation, who have witnessed their friends and family being victimized by this, so many of us that have the public stage do not speak out against it because we are afraid. Because we are afraid of losing our own stature in our communities and in the world. Because we have not just bought into that which is going on. We've decided that we are going to spread the work of holism, of nurturance, of everything that is going to help the public, but we will be silent about what needs to be stripped wide open. You can't blame people for being personally afraid. It took me many years to come out and begin to put words into the action of a call for action now about this particular situation of personal and communal injustice. Yes, the neighbors are being used, but can you blame them? They're simple people who don't know any better, who are intimidated by the powerful, egregious, and they use so many things. I was an easy victim for these clowns. Why? Because number one, I'm a woman. Number two, I'm a woman of color. Number three, I'm a woman of color from a very poor country, Guyana, South America. Number four, I was a Brahmin born, well, in the erudite tradition of the Vedas. Number five, I teach that wisdom. Number six, I'm out there in the public. Number seven, I was a monk. I do not have an immediate family around me because as monks we lived singularly or in monasteries. I'm no longer a monk, but I had every possible anatomical thread put together in me as an individual to make it so easy for them to use the prejudices and hatred and biases of every underdog member and overdog member of this community or any community in America or in India or in Europe, oh, in Europe, or in Australia or in Brazil or in Guyana or anywhere I've traveled in the world with my peace mandala. The network just suddenly erupts. It just suddenly arises. It's just suddenly there. And within days, it is in full operation. We must bring attention to this. I firmly believe, and it has been my incredible grace to receive such illumined light, it shows me that what my personal body is enduring, what my personal individualized mind has been enduring, what the entire part of my purpose has been enduring, 
is so related and synonymous to a small extent to the great grief of the mother goddess, to the great grief of our mother earth. Because there's nothing that could happen to any one of us in the overwhelming attack and onslaught that has not already happened to the great mother earth. And my consolation is that whatever I am enduring is but a tiny little contribution to the pain of the great mother, to the pain of the great mother earth, that she had the onslaught of it, the rape of it, the, the poison of it, the chemicals of it, the absolute bullying of it, the intimidation of it. That because she remained the sakshi, the witness, because we, the human person, species, is supposed to be fitted with the largest of sentiency, so she gave us that staff and allow us to, to go through the darkest of the nights, the darkest of the detritus of a human life, so that we can come back into the light. My only concern is that so many people are being dehumanized that I pray that they will one day find some spark, some spark of their own humanity. But the 0.001% of the hierarchy, of the patriarchal hierarchy, both women and men involved in this patriarchy, and people of all ancestral backgrounds are part of it. Of course, the Caucasians are right on top of it. And basically, this is not a bias and prejudicial point of view. This is the reality of what is. And it seemed like the older tradition that have already gone into the dust of the earth have left them yet another generation and another generation to continue with this. But as we bring our awareness to what must be done to protect the good earth, Mother Earth and Black Earth, we must also bring our attention to these individuals like myself, to every one of the millions of individuals around the world that have been silenced, that have no one to turn to, nowhere to turn to, because that too is a strategy of making this, this population voiceless, making this population immune to being helped, making this population impotent. Well, we cannot allow that. One of the reasons it took me so very long to say these words and Robert Kennedy's words sailed through my mind from time to time. Martin Luther's words sailed through my mind from time to time. Gandhi's words, because of the work I do. And yet, it took me more than 4,000 days to come forward. Because I was deeply concerned as well that my purpose would be sidetracked that I would then become the poster girl for targeted individuals. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm not out for revenge. I am not out to get anybody. I am here to call for justice. 
universal justice. I am here to call for the truth to be stripped wide open. I am here for the, those of us who have been held hostage, and all of us are being held hostage, the perpetrators, the victims, those neighbors, those friends, those family members, those in, in, in law enforcement, we're all being held victim here. And we need to recognize that in the hospitals, for God's sake. Yes, I've been there several times in the last few years in several different hospitals. And it was so hurtful and painful to watch members who took the Hippocratic Oath, for God's sake, contribute to these onslaughts in medical facilities. Thank you for listening. And may peace be your journey. And I pray that the words I utter are being heard. Thank you.